0: G'day, please do open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3 and we will read from verse 1 to 4 I am using the New International Version Are we ready? Starting at verse 1 Since then, you have been raised with Christ Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And I've titled today's sermon, Remembering Who You Are, and that's what this whole passage is about and about four years ago I slipped into a coma on a Saturday evening. But that story is a bit of a bore and not really important. After a couple of days in hospital I woke up and there was a face of a, a pretty blonde woman peering down at me, smiling and asking do you remember who you are? My response was politely as ever, of course I do, but who are you and what have you done with my wife? And that is the same for us as Christians. If we are listening, we are constantly being reminded by God the Holy Spirit of our status before God if we are his children. The Holy Spirit is always there behind us, reminding us that we are now his children and we are not his enemy anymore and therefore we are to stop living as if we were his enemy. And in these verses, Paul reminds us of our identity. And I don't know if you have any memory problems, or if you're forgetful, or anything like that. But after that coma for a short time, I used to get lost going to the supermarket. I would forget to eat, brush my teeth, things that are normal. I had no problem with my identity I always knew I was Australian because I have an Australian passport and for convenience sake I also have a British passport which allows me to stay into this country and we are to remember who we are, remember who you are. My high school motto was Industria vincit Omnia. I wonder if you know what that means? Well we found out that it means Hard work conquers everything. And the only reason we knew what it meant was because it was drummed into us at morning assemblies, frequently, if not every day. And here at Morelands, this is our first term. The local community knows us, and so we also have to remember who we are. We are students of Morelands. And so this morning, we are going to look at primarily our new identity and five facts about our Christian identity. And what we believe is intrinsically caught up with how we behave. When at the end of the 19th century and at the beginning of the last century, the church started questioning the central core of beliefs about Jesus Christ, that was the beginning of a long slide into moral decay. And if the synods and councils back then had stamped out doctrinal decay, then perhaps the synods and councils today would not be discussing the moral decay within the church and whether something was right or not. If these historical facts before us in these four verses weren't watered down by the church itself back then and in some segments now, then perhaps we wouldn't be asking the moral questions that are now being asked of us. And so firstly, what are we to do with this Jesus if we claim to be his followers and in a relationship with him? Well, these four verses which show five things, these five things are factual. They are not hypothesis, they are not theory, they are not merely symbolic, there are existent facts about us and all Christians. We are not marked as Christians because we go to church regularly, although I, it's a good idea if we do. We are not marked as Christians because we are baptised, though I hope that we are. We are not marked outwardly as Christians because we go to a Bible college, though it's a good place to be, and probably none better than Morland's. We are marked as Christians not because of any outward visible sign or mark but here Paul tells us what marks us out as Christians. Firstly, we died with Christ. Look at the beginning of verse 3. For you died. And Paul expounds this more fully in his letter to the Romans. Jesus not only died for us but we also died with Him. Christ not only died for sin, but He also died unto sin in order to break its power. And through the work of the Holy Spirit, we are in Christ. We died with Christ. We can conquer our old sinful nature if we want to. Our new identity is Jesus Christ, and we have died with Him, a new have died with Christ as well and then we are raised with Christ look down again at the beginning of verse 1 where it says you have been raised with Christ just as we died with Christ we are also raised with Christ it is a fact that we are raised with him and we rule with him seated at the right hand of the Father a new identity is to be Jesus Christ and we have been raised with him and you have been raised with Jesus Christ and then thirdly we live with Jesus Christ look at the beginning of verse 4 when Christ who is your life and as Christian people Jesus is to be our life and our eternal life is to be Jesus Christ we are to be dead to sin yet alive to him a new identity is him and we live with him and you live with him If you are his child and a Christian here today. Then fourthly we are hidden with Jesus Christ. Listen and look at the end of verse 3. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And for those of you who like a good mystery. Here is one for you. We are hidden with him. We no longer belong to this world. But we belong to Christ. And we are hidden with him in heaven. That is not to say we are to neglect our earthly duties and responsibilities, but rather that our motives and our strength come from heaven. A new identity is Christ, and it is hidden with him. You are hidden with Christ. And then finally, we will be glorified with Christ. Listen to the end of verse 4. When Christ, as we've heard, is our life, appears, then you also will will appear with him in glory. And when Jesus Christ comes again, we'll see him face to face. When Jesus Christ comes again, he will take us home, and he will take us to enter eternal glory. And so we will no longer then be hidden with Christ perpetually, because when Christ is revealed in glory, we too shall be revealed in glory. We already have some of this glory, but one day the full extent of this glorification will be revealed. Our new identity is Jesus Christ and we will be glorified with him when he comes to take us home. And you will be glorified with Jesus Christ when he comes again in glory to take you home. And these five factual events which cover all three tenses in time, past, present and future, in the past we died and were raised with Christ, in the present we live with Christ and we are hidden with him, In the future, when he comes again, we will be glorified with him. And because we share in Jesus' death, resurrection and future glorification, then we are to stop sinning. We're to stop thinking about ways in which to sin. And that is what Paul is meaning when he says in verse 2, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Our feet are to be in this world, but our minds are to be with Jesus Christ. Focusing on ways in which to serve him day in and day out. And in verses 5 to 10, look down, look at the list of things we are to put to death, which follow, and that list is not conclusive. Don't sin is the message, and yet we continue to do so. I long for perfection, I yearn it, even when as a child being dragged up irreligiously, I longed to be perfect, I dreamed of it. And yet every time I succumb to temptation, and therefore disobey God and sin, I forget who I am. I forget my new identity. I forget that I am a child of the living God, and I forget that I have died with Christ. I forget that I have been raised with him. I forget that I live with him and in him. I forget that I am also hidden in him. And I forget that one day he is coming again, and that I, Dave Roberts, will be glorified with him. And when we sin, it is as if I am telling the Holy Spirit to rack off and leave me alone. Instead we should be telling our three enemies to rack off. Tell old hairy leg Satan to depart from you. Tell the world to get lost. Tell your old nature that it is dead and that you now have a new nature in which you seek to serve. And by keeping our minds and our hearts set upon him, talk to yourself. Talking to yourself is actually a sign of maturity. Tell yourself these five things to help you in your Christian life. You have died with Christ. You've been raised with Christ. You live with Christ. You are hidden in Christ. You will be glorified with Christ. And Paul, elsewhere in his other letters, says, Have you forgotten who you are? So immerse yourself in Scripture. In his book Travels with Charlie, John Steinbeck calls Christianity. An obsolescent religion and we know that it is not and have you ever wondered why Jesus Christ needed to be simultaneously fully human and fully divine well he needed to be fully human for various reasons so that his death could sacrificially atone for us then also that he could empathize and pray for us and that he showed true and perfect humanity And that due to his perfect humanity, Jesus is to be our example to follow. He showed that true human nature is good. And lastly, he shows that while God is transcendent, he is not so far removed from us that he is unable to interact with his creation. And Jesus also needed to remain fully God at the same time, so as to defeat sin, death and the grave. If Jesus was not divine, those things could not have happened. And Jesus, being sinless, was this God-man, consisting as he was of two complete natures, the God-nature and the human nature. And if he were not both fully God and fully human, his death would have been in vain. You would not now have died with Christ, you would not now have been raised with him. You would not live with him, you would not now be hidden in him, you would not now be glorified with Christ, but you would still be dead in your sins and alienated and far from God. But, but, but because Jesus was both fully God and fully human, you are now in a relationship with God, and those five things that we've been discussing. Are true about you. Because he was fully human. And fully guy, fully God. And so how can we re- recapitulate. Before we conclude. Well here's some things to remember. Write them down if you can. Remember who you are. Remember your new identity. Remember that you have died with Christ. Remember that you have been raised with Christ. Remember you have new life in Christ. Now. Remember you are hidden with Christ. Now. Remember you will be glorified with Christ. When he comes again. Maranatha. And so therefore let us conclude. We are to focus our minds on him for heavenly reasons. We are to let heaven fill our thoughts. In another translation, verse 2 reads Habitually set your mind on things above. Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. It is this Jesus we claim to follow. Be assured of your identity. Remember who you are. Stop sinning and remember who you are that you are a child of the living God. Cast off all that hinders your Christian growth. Live for Him and make a difference in a world that is dying without knowledge of Him. Most of all, as a motivation to aspire to live a perfect life, in honour of Him, and in honour of God's holy name. Remember who you are, and I don't mean just your name. Remember.